You are now listening to the Flurry Podcast, hosted by Marquise Rawls. Having too much of something is bad for you. Too many servings of vegetables, you turn into one. Too many grams of sugar, and your limbs fall off. Too many rematches, and we all fall ill. But what are we supposed to do if we can't control how much of it we get? That was the scenario on Tuesday when Canelo and Triple G Trilogy was announced for September 12th at the AT&T Arena in Texas. We had the first fight that Triple G won, but he got robbed. Then we had the second fight where Canelo showed the world he was all around better. So I can't understand the third to solidify who was better, but the aftermath of the second fight already showed us who was better. After the second fight, Canelo beat a prime Daniel Jacobs. He obliterated the world champion, Rocky Fielding, and devastated a past prime Kovalev. It's a pretty good record of activity after the biggest win of his career. Triple G, on the other hand, he squashed a good contender in Steve Rose. Then he was blessed by the judges with a win over Sergey Derevyanchenko. Sergey won that fight, and I ain't gonna say no more. Just comparing what both did after, you can see the levels have been widening. Canelo is hella adaptable and adds to his arsenal every chance he gets. Plus, he's only 29 years old. Triple G hasn't really added to his game much. He broke up with his longtime trainer, Abel Sanchez, who basically created the blueprint for the Kazakhstanian Terminator. And that can actually be a plus if his new trainer, Jonathan Banks, can show him some new moves, some new techniques, and maybe some new ways to win. But at 37 years old, looks like he's stuck in the mode of a comfort and headhunt type. If you couldn't tell already, my prediction for the third trilogy is Canelo Alvarez. And this time, I sort of want to say by knockout, but I know Triple G has probably never been down ever in his life. Not even as a baby has he felt any floor of canvas. But if one person can make it happen in the midweight division, it's Canelo. He would use his speed, his improved footwork, impeccable head movement, and the sharpest counter to just have his way with Triple G. And I don't like it. I thought I would never say this, but Triple G is the safe fight for Canelo right now. I want to see the Golden Bird against Andrade. With a southpaw stance, ability to switch, slither-like movements around the ring, then add power to all that, he has become the must-see opponent for Canelo next. Next is Charlo. He's a tough power puncher who aims to knock your head off of every hook, straight, and jab that he throws. His sharp counters can also give Canelo a good run for his belt. And his ability to come in and out while fighting tall can provide a good, tough test for Canelo. And don't forget about Billy Joe Saunders, a tactician with his hands and feet, a rugged fighter on the inside when he chooses. So, he is the least likely out of the three to win, but still a great fighter will be. And those are most definitely the most dangerous opponents at 160 for the red-haired King Canelo. And there's only but so much time we have for all of them to happen with the coronavirus running rampant in these streets. The world can end soon. And the fans don't want the end of the world to happen before the best fights are made. Now also goes for you, Spence and Crawford. You were just listening to the Floyd Podcast hosted by Marquise Ross. Stay tuned for the next episode or go back and listen to the previous episodes if you haven't done so. Mm-hmm.